wait for the button to say yes. Oh, we're on. OK, welcome everyone to another session of Music Matters with F. And I am so pleased, I'm so pleased to have in the studio this evening, Rebecca Brooks. Welcome. Hi, hi, Everton. How are you doing? It feels like um, I've known you for about a million years. And then at the same time, it feels like no time has passed at all whatsoever. So yeah, it's lovely to speak to you properly for a, for a long time. Well, I feel honoured and privileged right now because two reasons. One is, yes, I've known you from way back. And as I'm looking at you through the, the screen, you don't change. You oh, do God. not change. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you're doing, just keep doing. Uh, well, I appreciate that. I feel um, I feel very old. I think this year has aged everybody, M maybe not everybody, but definitely me, um, by about 10 years. So um, thank you. I do appreciate that. That's really lovely. Okay, so without any further ado, I'd like you to start by telling us who you are. I've Obviously, you're Rebecca Brooks, but who is Rebecca Brooks? Um, that is a that is a question that I don't think even my therapist could answer. I'm joking, I don't have one, but maybe I need one. Um, no. <laughs> um, who is a record? So um, I started out as an artist probably when I was about 14, 15, and has have just been kind of cracking on since, really. Um, I was lucky enough to be involved in some fantastic projects when I was very, very young, sort of between the ages of 14 um, and 18. I kind of just threw myself into everything Thing, really and I still kind of have that attitude you know that um, in this industry particularly and there's there's a huge variant of opinion on this so I'm going to say this and at the same time I'm fully aware that there's like the other side of me that's going no that's ridiculous you need to be really selective but um, a big part of me has always said just kind of you know if the opportunity comes up take it give it a go either learn from it or benefit from it like that's kind of been my um the way I've operated and the way I've always operated um so I found myself in doing some really amazing things some really weird things some wonderful things um and yeah I think that's kind of the way the way I've always been um but like I say I do know that there are other people that say be really selective only take the opportunities that you think will get to you to your to your next kind of big thing and you know who knows I, I think there's merit in both of those ideas of thought but that's that's the way I've always been Okay, can I take you back to a time where you went abroad? Uh, how did that come about? What were you What were you thinking? And tell us about your experiences in that uh, phase of your musical career. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'd <laughs> I'd been given an opportunity here in this country that, for one reason or another, um, just just couldn't happen. Basically, and I was furious, and I was a bit cross, and I was kind of. Um, just a little bit like right well I need to get out then if I can't do what I want to do I need to do something else so I did and I um yeah I went on holiday and got offered a job in a hotel that I was staying in doing what they call animation which is kind of um entertainment if anyone's ever been to kind of it's a bit of a butlin style thing but obviously in the sun mm -hmm. which is much mm -hmm. much nicer maybe no offense to any butlins people um but uh, so that's where I was and I did, uh, you know, a fantastic, it was a fantastic training ground for how to do kind of real show stopping performances and how to um, kind of the show must go on. It was very kind of, you know, very showbiz and lights. And we had a really great time learning how to, to work all the lights and making our own sound happen. And we did the sound for the other um, the other team members and 
um, their lights. So we had, it was all that kind of thing. It was really, really kind of good training ground. And um, of course we had the amazing benefit of having a stage 24 hours a day, basically where we could go and rehearse and try out new things. And um, because it was a holiday type destination, it was a case of people with you a week, two weeks and you got to know them. So then when you were performing, it was slightly less daunting because you'd been, I don't know, playing Patank with them three hours earlier. But it was it was really, I don't know, it was a really good experience. So I did that um, for some time. And then I went on and did the shows. So we had um, shows coming in, guest artists. And um, I thought that that sounded like a, uh, it sounded like a better, better thing for me. So I moved on and did that. So I was in different bars, hotels, restaurants. Um, yeah, uh, uh, for a number of years and then f did fly back. So I was flying across the different islands and um, performing there in like H10 hotels and various other um, kind of hotels and restaurants and bars and stuff. And it was amazing. It was really, really good. It was great fun. It was a great way to own your act and make sure that you knew all the words. And I mean, the amount of songs I've had to learn over the years, um, because of course you were the same people were potentially seeing you all week so you had to have a whole week's worth of shows mm. which you know isn't um necessarily the dumb thing here mm. you know coming back here i noticed that a lot of people have their hour and a half or three hours and that's what they do and they literally lift that with their lights with their backgrounds and everything and they take it to the next venue and so on and so forth and i'm not saying there's anything wrong or, or bad about that but um yeah it's definitely a different different way to be Hmm. Excellent and very, very intriguing, very interesting. Also, I know that you had a stint in the States. Did you go to the States for education, educational purposes? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So after a, a kind of a fair amount of time doing what I was doing, and th so there's the downside, right? So if you're performing and you are going in and out of venues and, you know, you're getting booked regularly and you're doing well, um but you're kind of on that circuit you're on that on that level does that make sense you know I wasn't yeah, I wasn't yeah. getting home to New York and singing in front of Alicia Keys for example I was you know I was singing <laughs> in nice five-star hotels don't get me wrong but um sometimes not always <laughs> let me have to add um but that that was it and I kind of felt like okay well this is great and this is good and I'm glad I've got to this stage and my kind of aim as a child was always I want to make a living out of singing I want to mm. get paid, I have to pay my bills from singing. That's it. Mm. So mm. at the age of like 24, 25, when I'd done that, it felt a bit, and that was maybe my own fault for not having a higher goal. Um, but mm -hmm. at that stage, I was like 24, I've kind of done it. And that, and I mm. hadn't really done it, but I'd done what I set out to do, um, mm -hmm. which is a really weird feeling. Um, I don't know if anyone who's watching has experienced that, where you've kind of got this idea of what you want to do and you get there and you do it and you go, okay great now what like it's that really weird moment of now what so mm -hmm. um that's I just thought okay the downside of doing stuff by yourself on your own terms if you like is that there almost wasn't anybody to pull you in and go do you know what? that was a good show but that note you need to work on that or um you know you did that really well but actually your stage presence sucked because you were thinking about your show yesterday or what you have for dinner or whatever so um and that was just my own my own thoughts. Whereas when I was working in the team and the entertainment team, people really would say that, you know, there would be someone mm. coming up to saying that that wasn't great, Rebecca, or that was amazing. But so 
yeah so five six years have gone by of me working by myself or in kind of small groups and I decided actually I wanted to push myself a little bit further and so I decided to go into um, and I'd never been to university so when I'd left this country at 17 18 um I'd done so with really poor A-level results and mm -hmm. kind of um yeah on a bit of a whim if I'm honest but my whim turned into a 12-year stint so it wasn't the end of the world <laughs> um but but at that stage I thought yeah no I need to do something different I need to try and push myself and extend myself so I looked at universities um in the UK and I looked at a number of different things and was offered a place at the Musicians Institute in Los Angeles mm. um which was awesome so off I went and flew over to the states and did um yeah almost six months over there doing a um I, for want of a better word it was it was maybe like a gmbq type thing i guess it was mm -hmm. a small proportion of what they call their bachelor's degree so if i'd have then done that so i was doing the same course as the as the children and they were children mostly on the um bachelor's degree um but i was only doing i booked to do three 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 and a half four months of it so it was great it was really good fun i met some amazing people like seriously amazing people um I was taught theory by Mike Campbell. So if we've got anyone that kind of wants to brush up on their theory, have a little look at his books. They are amazing. Um, I was introduced to a whole new way of reading music. I'd always read music, the traditional kind of Western way, the way we've learned it in Europe, which is, uh, or maybe even specifically to England. Um, and now we were doing like whole notes and quarter notes and half notes and uh, movable one. Um, if anyone's listening has any idea what I'm talking about, that's good news. If not, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> maybe come back to me and we'll go through it. But yes, yeah, so movable one, which was really stressful because I'd always kind of had the the C D E F G kind of thing, and now we were now C was what they called one, but then in the scale in the scale of say D, that would be one would be D as well, and so on and so forth. It was very complicated, so that was mm. good. I had to kind of re, really kind of train my brain to relearn that kind of mm. stuff. There was an amazing woman called Mama O, um, who is is fairly famous over in the States, and she was our kind of choreographer type person. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I did um, a session in metal singing, which was really bizarre, but wonderful. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Would, I'm not listening. It, did, I'm not, it didn't convert me, but I did it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and I opted in for it as well. I thought it would be a good, good oh, thing gosh. to do. Um, and that was the cool thing about it. There was just so many different um, opportunities to perform different types of music. They had something called the Real World LPW, which was amazing. It was just a case of you had to turn up, they'd tell you what song it was, and you'd have to sing it, and that would be it. And you'd have, you know, um, the people in the keyboard department, drum department, sax department, so on and so forth, all doing the same thing. Um, mm. And the Americans in, in their, the only way they can, you know, would... Uh, I don't know, eight bars in, go, keyboards, <laughs> you're sacked, get out. And they'd have to be immediately swapped in for the next guy. And, and you know, that guy would then sit there panicking and then eventually, hopefully, his turn would come up and he'd have another go at it. Um, mm. So that was really cool. It was really awesome. And I did that for, for yeah, like I say, about three and a half months. And then I moved back and and, and sort of cracked on, but with a almost like a higher level of thinking of, okay, well, now I've got a little bit more. Um, in my armory to kind of plan my shows a little bit more, maybe think more about the aesthetics, maybe think a little bit more about um, uh, the type of songs I'm going to pick 
perhaps mm. or mm. really pushing myself vocally which again if you're working by yourself you don't tend to do um or i mm. didn't i'm sure there are lots of people mm. out there that say, well i'm working by myself and i definitely push myself vocally well good for you <laughs> I, I was lazy um <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah so i i yeah at this stage now i was like okay i've now seen what i can do when i'm being pushed and i'm going to try and hold myself up to that account and yeah that was a big thing that was a big thing Okay, so thank you for that. And we're going to take it, we're going to bring it up to date, but not this year yet, because okay. I understand that up until 2019, how, tell us how you mixed the aspect of your career in terms of your performance and in terms of your education. Wow, okay, so um, when I moved back to this country, I um, started on the circuit here and it, it's a completely different kettle of fish to what I've been used to um, for a start off if you were working sort of six times a month that was amazing you know people were like oh my gosh you've got six shows whereas um, abroad you you know you had to be working um, eight or nine shows in a week to make ends meet so it, it was this kind of idea of actually now we're going to get paid more money mm. but for much for kind of longer shows in the same venue um, again, that was different. So, um, but yeah, that it took me a really long time to kind of establish myself. And I don't, I still, if I'm honest, don't feel like I'm 100% established on the circuit in the UK yet. Um, okay. It's it's a, it's a different it's a different ball game. Um, I have mm. to say, but mm. um, nonetheless, that's that is what I'm doing. So I'm I'm uh, working kind of as a singer for hire in um, wedding venues or in um, with bands either. Um, people I've met and worked with before or as deputies for, for bands that kind of need a single last minute um, and also then uh, working with um, old, well people I've met all by myself and doing kind of shows in, in venues as well so um, that's been really good I mean I've worked with the Black Country big band um, they're, they're awesome people uh, that was great a couple of years ago um, mm. and definitely I'm loving uh, live music because that was the other thing so um going off a bit of a tangent so i do apologize but um, no, it's okay i've okay. always been working with backing tracks not always but a lot of my time mm -hmm. i've been working with backing tracks and not that there's anything wrong with that and i you know i, I have to say there are definitely benefits to that you know financially mm. um mm. you know even from an emotional perspective you know what's going to happen there's not going to be any changes to it you know all this sort of mm. thing but um, yeah, when I moved back to the UK, that was something else I wanted to do. I wanted to get a degree. And my daughter always mm. wanted a degree, um, which mm -hmm. sounds really, really um, petty. And I, and it was, and it still feels petty a little bit, but I really wanted one. So I wanted one, so I went and got one. Good, <laughs> well done. <laughs> I got accepted into um, working, into working, into studying at Access to Music, which mm. uh, was linked into BCU. Um, mm and got an honours degree in performance, which mm. was amazing. And Excellent. Yeah, it was. It was so, and I'm, you know, I still kind of go, got a degree. I know that's something really <laughs> silly, but I do kind of go, yes, I have, I'll have one. Um, and people say, is it worth getting a music degree? I don't know. I don't know if it is worth it. There's, I learned loads. Um, mm. It definitely gives you space. I think that's probably mm. one of the biggest things it gives you. It gives you a physical space, but also a mental space to kind of go, right, this is mm. what I'm going to do. Um, mm. It allowed me time to focus on things I hadn't done before. So the demands of the course were that um, I had to deal with um, 
digital audio workstations. I even had mm. to think about what it was, you know, mm -hmm. and you sat there going, who calls it that? I have to think mm. of it as that because it's all your mm. anything from um, logic and all mm. that kind of thing. Mm. Not my back at all, but I <laughs> and that's it. So, so I, I learned it a little bit, a little bit. Mm. Um, mm. Good. And I've used it since, you know, I've used those skills since in terms of um, doctoring tracks and, you know, mm. getting rid of fade outs and starting the song before and real simple things that actually did I really need to be sending that out and paying somebody, you know, substantial mm. amounts of money to do that for me all of those mm. years. Um, probably not. But now I've learned mm. how to do it. I don't have to do that anymore, which is great. Um, Excellent. It gave me space to practice the piano. So that's something that I've always as you know, um, kind of had in the in the background a little mm -hmm. bit, and it's still in the background mm -hmm. very much. But it gave me that opportunity to go right. One of the the things is that you can perform with a you know um, accompanying yourself. That was one of the mm. tasks in one of the modules. So I had to mm. do it. So I had about weeks mm. to make sure that that happened, and it did. Um, so I think Good. that was one of the biggest things. And then obviously the the tutors were phenomenal. You know, I met some incredible, mm. incredible. Mm. Um, musicians and uh, the lecturers there were um yeah were absolutely incredible um ashley allen and uh, who's just recently released the album so please do check it out if you are a jazz lover rhythm um blues lover kind of anything of that um nature his his music is incredibly special and uh, he's just released an album so do check that out ashley allen mm -hmm. and um Jeffrey cool. brewster as well a phenomenal bass player okay. and general all-round very intelligent person um so mm -hmm. i think that that's been amazing so getting to meet those sorts of people and then obviously all the the students that i worked with as well who were incredible came from all over the world greece uruguay um my brain's gone where did Alif come from indonesia <laughs> um and all this sort okay. of stuff so it was, it was wonderful to meet with these people and kind of have all their ideas and their fusions of different music influence um what we were and did produce ultimately mm. so yeah i for anyone's think though thinking well is is it gonna what's it gonna do for me um oh, i think that's it it gives you space it gives you time and it mm. gives you focus to mm. push your understanding of of music as you know it to something else and whether that's something else is something you use or whether it's something you go okay well i know that now but i'm never going to touch it again mm. uh, are you with me Yes, I, we are definitely with you. And so now we come up to date now. How has 2020 affected your output, your career, your aspirations? Um, how is it not? Might be an easier question yeah. to answer. That's, that's, that's a good point. Um, really, <laughs> I don't know anybody in our industry who hasn't been affected. I mean, in some ways, really positively. Um, uh take ashley for example obviously releasing his album would he have potentially had the time and space if he was out performing mm. and doing stuff that he um you know w w was doing maybe maybe not i don't know um but yeah there is definitely people that i know a hundred percent who have absolutely taken the opportunity that 2020 has given at musicians which again is that kind of time that think time that pause time um to mm. either perfect their craft or improve areas or you know maybe even um, I know uh, a keyboard player piano player um you know who's done really well at posting really regularly on Facebook and social mm. media with all the various mm. different types of pianos and instruments that he'd accumulated over the years that had just kind of sat not necessarily mm. getting used. 
and now suddenly had the time and space to see what these things that he'd bought do. Um, so that's been really cool mm -hmm. to watch. Um, Excellent. Yeah, I mean, for me, from a personal perspective, I think uh, it's given me financially obviously it's it's been detrimental let's not you know we can't sidestep mm. that if you're mm. in the events industry and there are no events mm. you're up a creek aren't you and yeah. um at the beginning i was thinking right well, this is going to work really well i'm going to adjust my contract to make sure i have cancellation policy in place because i didn't have one you know that was entirely unnecessary kind of well, it wasn't unnecessary, but it was. It, it turned out to be entirely fruitless because, of course, mm -hmm. everybody's been cancelled right up until the end of the year and and going mm -hmm. forward. Um, mm -hmm. And that's 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 painful, if, if we're honest. Um, Absolutely. What means, yeah. What does it mean in terms of performance? It means I haven't had an opportunity to perform for ages. Um, mm -hmm. With that being said, I've done a few lives. I know lots of people have done some amazing live shows, um, and I've kind of tried to somewhat jump on the bandwagon um but being a bit of a technophobe it was not and is not easy even this is quite tricky for me i find it very strange <laughs> no um, you're doing fine you are doing so fine <laughs> no you're fine um i've just got a comment come in uh there's a listener who says well done on your degree enjoying the interview impressed by your desire to keep learning your craft and new things especially after you said you achieved what you initially set out to keep going yeah i think i think that's it i think that's one of the things that we um as musicians we we can choose to do can't we we can say yeah okay brilliant i can play the piano and that's what, um but i want to play the guitar for example or i want to um you know make progress in different areas and i think that's something that i Feel really strongly about and luckily or you know maybe i've engineered it in some ways lots of my friends and and people that are on my facebook feed and i'm sure other social medias although i'm not hip enough to have them um are doing you know and i think that's something that is important as well making sure you're surrounding yourself um either consciously or subconsciously around people who are striving and who are going right okay um you know this thing's happened it's hit it's affected me how can i step up and make it happen you know um i've got a facebook friend uh, dayton gray who has um done phenomenally over the lockdown in terms of um increasing his followers he's doing doorstep challenges where he's going on knocking on people's doors and singing to them like a kind of singing telegram type style thing um you know and, and all this sort of stuff that just would not would not have happened and would not be happening um and i think that's really important that we surround ourselves with people who are innovative and who are kind of saying right i'm gonna you know seize the day here and use this opportunity to do whatever you know um, mm. i i slightly liken it back to um i know that not everybody's a drinker but obviously in america when in the in the 20s 30s my brain's mm -hmm. going now yeah. when yeah. they when stopped alcohol didn't they and then prohibition cocktails yeah prohibition they cocktails came from there mm -hmm. what would we do without cocktails now seriously <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this thing was yeah. invented basically to circumnavigate the rules that were put in place well you know if you can be surrounded by people who are able to circumnavigate whatever the rules are or you know promote themselves even you know withstanding everything that's going on that that's a good thing so i yeah i mean and also things like collaborations um i, I haven't yet and this is one of my things but i do need to do it um mm. 
created my music video, but if you have a little nose on my Facebook page. Um, right, hold on, spoke... hold on, that's coming Please later. <laughs> hold on, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah, I can understand, but we're gonna, we're gonna devote a special time to that because that's the 50%, sorry, that's 80% of the purpose of these interviews. It's to give people like yourself an opportunity to create more awareness of what you're doing and who you are so that you can garner more interest in your Absolutely. output and, and your work. And my problem has always been, going back to what we what we were talking about, is that I've always kind of worked um, word of mouth. You know, I go and do mm. an event, a birthday party or what have you. And mm -hmm. from that birthday party, I might hand out 10 cards and four of them will book me. Um, mm -hmm. And this and, and which then sets you up for the following year and so on and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. And that's always how mm -hmm. I've worked. I only actually set up my Facebook page in, I think, oh, I don't know, August of this year, which is mm -hmm. crazy, right? Ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But that is the truth, um, as you will see uh, when, mm -hmm. you, when you will go on. But um, that that is it. So I that's an opportunity that I've taken. I've said, right, okay, this is what I need to do. Um, but also the opportunity to collaborate with people that we wouldn't have been able to collaborate with, like yourself. Mm -hmm. So I um mm. yeah doing something that i really want to um i've got this idea in my head for um a kind of uh, a funk version of a song and um you know through a series of voice notes and facebook um kind of messages and goodness only knows what we managed to create this really cool thing which started off as a bizarre idea in my head driving along on the m42 um <laughs> to a thing that exists you know and that i performed in front of was it i don't i think i've had about eight and a half thousand views on one of the streams mm. um mm. that you know that that many people have now listened to how cool is mm. that you know amazing that's very cool um, very cool I, it really is and that would never have happened everton we would have never have been able to do that or we you know it would be one of those things that we keep saying oh yeah we'll do that we'll definitely do that yeah. and you know 10 years yeah. go by which we've all been yeah. there right you know mm. so yeah i think there's yeah. definitely been some positives that have come out of this you know in amongst all of the many 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 negatives and you know that that has to be seen okay so what do you perceive of the near future hmm. um what do i perceive i think i think there are i think this is it for a long time and and i i am not somebody to be a negative person and i'm trying not to be but i think as um event musicians and i and i say that really clearly because there are musicians who have always worked online um, and who have made a really good living out of it. And, you know, who have always worked on things like Patreon and um, um, mm. what's on my brain's gone. Uh, I'm sure someone will post and tell me, but these kind of live streaming um, and subscription services that exist. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And they've always done really well out of that. Um, mm. However, event musicians, which is kind of where I put myself, um, mm -hmm. you know, that, I think that's gone for for a while at least um so yeah i think what am i doing i'm at the moment i'm teaching uh that's that's my kind of my okay so what how can i respond immediately um and mm -hmm. that that's that's what i've done um Good. which has its own challenges and is a whole other world of uh yeah that's a whole other interview that i probably would have to wear a mask for <laughs> 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 but, but, 
Um, Very good. But yeah, so um, that's 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 where I'm at at the moment. So I'm teaching and trying to get my PGC and QCS um, from uni um, during good. a global pandemic. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> but I think from um, from if music is your thing and that's what you're doing, I don't think it should be something you necessarily inverted commas give up on at this moment. But I do think you absolutely need to be innovative and. Um, look at what you can do so what can you do you can post on you can become a patreon person and have people subscribe to your service you can do that you can of course post on youtube you can post on facebook despite you know all of that scaremongering that went around a few months ago um you know you can release your own music and i think that's another thing i you know i've never mm. really written my own music i haven't really mm. I, I mean i'm forced to at university absolutely mm. um several times mm. in fact um, and that's kind of been the moment I've done it when my back's against a wall and I have to, um, mm. you know, and to, to some success, you know, I'm not saying it's been awful, but uh, it's definitely not something I love. Um, but there mm. are many people that do, who love making their own music. This is your time. If you're out mm. there and you love making your own music, you know, this is it. This is the moment because at the, you are, despite having a million and one followers, somebody like um, Jamie Cullum, as an example, is releasing his own music album without really being able to go and promote it in the traditional way mm. of going and doing concerts. So mm. in effect, kind of, it's not a level playing field, I'm not saying that, but you have the same output, you have the same facility, you know, there's no way, um, you know, somebody around the corner who is, a, however good a musician they are, could ever kind of go and sign up to Wembley. You couldn't, you know, you can't just do it, can you? However, what you can do is sign up to Patreon or you can do a live Facebook stream or yeah. you can, you know you're on the same platform as the big guns so if yeah. you have yeah that absolutely you you know you you're it's not a level level playing field that's unfair to say but it's it's not far off it's not far off well you've you've um ventured into the next question which is what i ask was what advice would you give to upcoming creatives who are thinking of being involved in music Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely do it. There's just so many amazing opportunities out there. And I mean that with all my heart. You know, there's some incredible, incredible things that I have done and been able to do because of music and because, you know, I was willing to stand up in front of a load of people and sing a song. You know, that that's it, really, when, you, when it comes down to it. Um, do you have the kahunis to stand up and sing or stand up and play guitar? Or are you going to play in your bedroom? And, you know, that's the reality. Um, the weirdest thing now is that actually if you are able to, in your bedroom it, you can still get seen by millions of people how weird yeah. is that um <laughs> yeah. you know there was always that thing wasn't there don't ever be you don't want to be a bedroom musician you know saying such a negative thing now look now who are we to say that right um but <laughs> you know it is what it is i just think um from my perspective what can you do definitely however good you think you are there's always opportunities to be about 10 million times better and you know, mm -hmm. you know really mm -hmm. surround yourself with people who are better and i mean that either mm -hmm. with what you're listening to or what you who you subscribe to or who you're friends with or who you um you know either virtually or in real life of course that actually if you can kind of put that at the front of your mind if you can surround yourself with phenomenal musicians and phenomenal players um it makes you raise your game. It's a bit like tennis. You know, if you go and play tennis, you know, with someone who's terrible, no one's ever going to get any better. Do you know what I mean? 
Um, mm. And I think that's one of the biggest biggest things that when you're playing with phenomenal people, it, it forces you to be more phenomenal, whatever mm. that is. Um, mm. And I think that's true whichever level you're on. You know, and I think it's important to really be selective over what you're listening to. Listen to everything. You know, mm. um, if it's good, listen to it uh, and, mm. you know, work it out. Um, you mm -hmm. know, I was always somebody that kind of just went, oh, that's a really cool thing. And then being at university, um, you know, it forces you to go, okay, that's a really good thing, but what is it? And I think that's mm. another thing as well with um, contemporary, we'll call it contemporary, and I'll, and I'll use that word incredibly loosely to talk as from anything from the 20s up to now. Um, mm -hmm. And contemporary music hasn't not been traditionally written down, has it? You know, it, no. it is something that you transcribe and that you listen to and that you pick out and you get get something from. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a challenge in itself, you know, and I think, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you know, I think actually to, to, to be doing that, to be listening to incredible musicians and amazing things. I mean, my influence is Jamie Cullum. I love um, Scott Bradley. I think what he's done for music in general is just mind blowing. And then obviously the social media side is, you know, is enviable. Um, mm. um, why has my brain gone when I'm trying to think of these people? Aubrey Logan, absolutely love this woman. She is on another level of insanity. Um, you know, she's the, sort of, <laughs> she's the kind of person, if you've never looked at her, please do. She's a trombonist as well as a, as a phenomenal um, female vocalist and arranger. And she takes, a song that you think is already difficult and makes it 10 million times more difficult and more <laughs> intricate but she does so in a way that pulls you in as opposed to throws you out and that's what i think is 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 mad um great and yeah and then also and why is my brain not working jacob collier i mean this dude who is oh he? yes yes you know <laughs> from out of this world you know and and if you're not listening to these people or you know and i'm more than happy to, to take um advice as, as you know and get people's messaging their favorite kind of artists as well because i think that's how we learn don't we we learn when we listen to others and, and mm. people go, oh you've got to listen to this person and every time someone does that to me i go okay and i write it down people just think i'm crazy but i write it down and i do go and i do listen to that person mm. and sometimes it's great and sometimes mm. i think oh, okay and other times i'm blown away scary pockets they're another one i love them Mm. Um, you know, there are just so many people that are doing wonderful things. I think that is my biggest advice is to go out, listen to those people, listen to them again, listen to different people, transcribe it. Can you play it? Can you do it? Try and emulate mm. it, then try and emulate mm. it in your own way, then mm. do something completely different, then come back to it. Mm. I, that's my advice. Do as much as you can. Um, and then once you once you have done that is definitely get out there and perform whenever we can. I'm, I, mm. no, I mean, I'm a bit dubious about the whole Facebook streaming thing, I have to say. Um, I think, and I'm going to be careful how I say this, because obviously it's going out there, but um, I think there's definitely risk that people just kind of go, oh, I'm going to do a Facebook Live, and they kind of do it, and then it's out there forever. And um, in some cases, it's a good thing, in other cases, you know, not so much. And I think for young people particularly, um, I don't know, maybe this is my motherly instinct, but I do think you need to kind of be a little bit protective over what you share and what you don't share a little bit, mm. not lots, but maybe mm. a little bit um, mm. and kind of only go, right. I, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go into a record label and go, oh, I knocked this up yesterday. I'm not really sure about it. It's mm. okay. It mm. kind of a little bit. What do you think? You would never mm. do that. Mm. So in some ways I feel like that might be true or ought to be a little bit true 
you know, on mm. social media. Don't get me wrong. There's some amazing things that happen in the moment, you know, of course. And that, mm. you know, I guess in a live music setting, that's a real special thing. Sometimes when that's translated into social media, is it a special? I don't know. Sometimes it's when it can be rewatched and rewatched and rewatched and it's an error. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I sound a little bit sceptical, but that, that well, would be. I think, yeah. The, the... Well, the problem is one of the problems that I foresee or think about is the fact that when you're in a live setting, you almost feed off your audience in a way you get immediate feedback as to what you're doing and how they're enjoying it. Whereas if you're performing online, unless you have the technology hooked up where people can be responding at the same time, you're kind of playing to a blind or a deaf audience in a sense. Yes, they're hearing you, but that that feedback is not getting back to you. So you have to be going with what you feel is the right emotion or sentiment or whatever. It's completely different. It's not the same as performing live. So you're absolutely right. It's not something that you just jump on the bandwagon and say, I'll do that. No, because as you said, once it's online, it's there forever. It's, there's no taking yeah. it back off and correcting yeah. it. And, and, you know, again, sometimes that's a wonderful thing. And I know loads of professionals that have gone out there and done that. And it's been wonderful and amazing. And they've had, you know, hundreds of thousands of views and, you know, got followers. And, that, you know, I'm not saying don't do it. All I'm saying is in terms of advice to people starting out, which, you know, was mm. the question. Um, do it selectively. Yeah my advice where you'll perform where my advice yeah. about performing live in real Great life advice. would be everything do everything <laughs> you know if you're being asked to go and perform in mm -hmm. a tiny pub or a massive stadium or whatever do everything when it comes to performing mm -hmm. live online maybe be a little bit more selective that would be my advice okay so i want to ask you to tell us where we can find your output how can we listen to what you've done already and so on okay um so you can find me at rebecca brooks um hyphen vocalist um on facebook so please 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 do come over as i said i've only had it for three or four months and um i'm definitely heeding my own advice and only doing selective lives and selective kind of um releases i guess and maybe i need to live be a little bit more proactive so um in fact i do if i'm honest that's something i definitely need to work on is my social media presence um yeah, so hold definitely. on, Rebecca Brooks. Dash or hyphen. Hyphen, they um, find you if they type that into Facebook. Yeah, you'll find me definitely. Brooks with an E. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's me. Um, that's kind of it, if I'm honest. I don't have a massive social media presence. And um, with that being said, I am doing things like um, personal telegrams. So if anybody still wants... Um, uh, video message sending out that's something I'm doing on live that's my little adaptation um so that with that I'm using my uh, kind of technology te technological skills and things that I've learned to create um like a really uh, beautiful promotional video for your family or whoever it is that you want me to um kind of sing to so a personalized song along with um either video of pictures or a video that you might want to send like to start it or finish it so that's something I am doing. So if that's something somebody might want, then please do let me know. Um, recently, I sang for a funeral, which was um, 
so bizarre to do that online um but you know it meant that that family had um i know but it meant that that family had the most uh, incredible send off that wouldn't have happened otherwise so yeah i, I this is the the kind of adaptations that we do right so please do um get in contact with me so i am doing online live streams uh, personalized to you and i am also doing um video messages pre-recorded um with the song as well okay excellent all right so now here comes the cliffhanger if the year 2020 was a human being what would you say to him or her oh gosh what a bizarre thing um do you know what i'm really bad with words so i probably wouldn't say anything i'd probably do just kind of give it one of those i i, I probably shouldn't say that no um i don't know i think it, there's definitely been there's been pros and cons um definitely more cons but it's forced us to be innovative it's forced us to kind of look at what we're doing and improve ourselves and improve our skill sets. And I think as musicians, that's something that we have to do. We have to do that all the time anyway. But now we're kind of backed into a corner going, right. So you've managed to kind of create the most amazing show. You've managed to get good at lights. You've managed to get good at um, doors. You've managed to get good at all these things. But never mind all that because you're not going to go out in public anymore. Now you need to get good at doing stuff online or now you need to get good at whatever else. So I don't know. I, I honestly do not know what I would say. I would probably just do a funny look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. All right. And what I will say is that I would like to feature you in the future in some way, shape or form, your output. And in terms of this platform, what I need to do is to get the technical gear up to standard to have music performance. Cool. But yeah, that's in, the meantime, in the meantime, I would just like to offer you the opportunity to either come back and give us another interview if you're doing anything new that you want to add or anything, you know, we'd be only too pleased to entertain your you as a guest on this platform again. And uh, thank you very much for giving us this interview this evening. No, no worries. Thank you for having me. And yes, um, I absolutely would love to be back at some point. So uh, please do consider uh, when, when and, and, and in what way. And I will uh, most definitely be there. OK, thank you very much, Rebecca Brooks, vocalist and musician. And that's it for another Music Matters with F. Until next time, take care. Thanks so much. <laughs>